Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to episode 69 of Extreme EvoCast, an all-purpose Pokemon podcast where we talk about news, trivia, and everything related to Pokemon. I am your wonderfully bodacious host, Lily Sion, and I hope you are having a wonderful day, and I also hope that, you know, I pride myself in being family friendly on this podcast mostly last episode we don't talk about the the this the one single swear word that i said um that i of course censored out but i pride myself in being family friendly but i still hope you know in the celebration that upon seeing the the number of this episode that most of you if not all of you uh you know let out like a sharp exhale or or even maybe mumbled to yourself under your breath the word nice. I know I did. When I sat down today and I realized that I was on episode 69, I, I will admit there was, a, there was a nice out of me. Anyway, today we have a very special day. It's, you know, it's the episode before Halloween. So happy Halloween if you're listening to this. Happy, happy spooky season, I suppose is a better way of saying it. And, you know, I don't really have anything planned for Halloween necessarily or, you know, for the spooky season. But what I do know is that there are a lot of things going on in the world of Pokemon in the games happening. You know, the games that we talk about regularly as well as a lot of other things um, that are Halloween themed. So, you know, t- take that as you will. That is sort of the, the the substitute for having no real Halloween celebration in that the things that we talk about today are going to be very, very heavily Halloween. <laughs> um, but first, we do have a couple things to cover before we get into the news. I do want to say that I will not be covering uh, evolutions today. I know I'm, I'm sort of skimping on the on the covering of that of, of Pokemon evolutions. One, there, there's kind of so much going on in, in the world of Pokemon right now that I don't really have time for it. You know me, I'm very busy, uh, and I like, you know, I like to, to pace myself on this podcast. Last episode was pretty long because we talked about both evolutions and Secrets of the Jungle, which I hope that some people, if not all of you who listen, every single person who listened to last episode went and watched the movie. Um, imagine I'm holding, like, a proverbial gun to you right now as a joke saying please go watch secrets of the jungle i'm even making the gun uh you know finger guns with my hands pointing at my computer screen so you better watch out uh no but i will not be talking about evolutions today mostly because we have a lot of things to cover uh some news coming from uh bdsp as well as legend legend Arceus. we have a couple new pokemon to cover well forms of pokemon um and you know uh, uh just a lot of new updates for halloween so so you know forgive me if you're excited to hear me talk about evolutions i will talk about it eventually it's not really high on my priority list if i'm being honest with you hold on i'm adjusting my microphone i realized it was sort of off to the side so if my voice is a little muffled that's why um anyway i'm gonna just i'm gonna stop pittering around and actually get into it so there's some new things in the world of the TCG, which actually, again, I apologize before I get started. Um, hopefully by next episode, I don't know if it'll be next episode. If it's not next episode, it'll certainly be the next one. Uh, I bought Celebrations uh, TCG packs. I bought two of them. They were like $15, so obviously I didn't want to go ham with them. I, I was really, really tempted to buy like the $40 box of like a bunch of stuff 
uh, but I didn't because I care about my my funds. Um, but I did buy two packs of the Pokemon Celebration TCG. So next time I will do a card opening. I know that the this sort of audio medium won't really work very well with a with a card opening, but you'll have to you'll we'll have to see how that goes. But it, you know that is something that will be happening. Hopefully next time. If not next time, then definitely the next episode because they could take like a month to come in. I have no idea. Uh, it said like oh, like two weeks. So. Hope they'll be like really, really close if they are next episode, but I'm I'm hoping <laughs> that they that they come in a little earlier than that. Anyway, speaking of the TCG, um, there are of course um the the 25th anniversary cards that are still sort of heavily in rotation in in topics uh, recently, and and mostly because um the album released like recently, it released like a few days ago, uh, and because of that, they released three cards special cards um which we don't know how to get them right now but they are on the website uh and they are special cards in that they are um musicians that have songs in the 20 in the in the 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 p25 music album uh we have a post malone card a katy perry card and a balvin J Balvin card, who uh, I'll talk about in a little bit. Um, so, you know, they're they're no more cards. Sorry, specifically they're Katy Perry, J Balvin, and Post Malone V. So they're like V Max versions of themselves. I've you know I was kind of hoping that they would draw them like really big, like a V Max Pokemon. Uh, but unfortunately that's not the case. Maybe they are. I don't know. We don't really have a sense of scale, but they could be absolutely massive. Who knows? Um, but we do have. Post Malone, J Balvin, and Katy Perry cards, which they have, they have HP, they have, uh, they have attacks, <laughs> they have types, um, they have, you know, resist, they have everything, they have, uh, they have, they are essentially Pokemon, and uh, I'm really, really hoping that one day we'll get, like, you know, like, TCG Grand Finals, and someone pulls out their, like, Katy Perry VMAX and just, like, you know, wins the game by throwing down Katy Perry onto the field. Could you imagine? I don't know. I, I don't know if they'll be legal or what. I mean, we don't even know if they're, like, available to, like, to get right now. There's no way of, of actually obtaining them at the moment, but uh, that could change. And hopefully they're they're available to the masses because I think that would be really funny. Um, and, you know, it's also just pretty cool having these cards, you know, uh, uh, collaboration and, you know, they've obviously put a lot of work into the, into the collaboration with these artists. So getting a little bit more recognition to them, uh, in the form of Pokemon cards is mostly funny, I think to me, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's something, I think it's, it's, there's something to be said about these. The art is cool. You know, they've sort of been drawn in the style of, of Pokemon trainers, Pokemon cards, um, it's a very distinct style that is, I, I mean, like, I assume that means now that Jay Balvin, Katy Perry, and Post Malone are canon in the Pokemon universe, so not sure how to feel about that, but they, they've gone from, you know, collaborations with Pokemon music to actual playable Pokemon that can faint, that can use moves, that can interact with other Pokemon, so not going to go too far into that, into that topic, but something to think about. Speaking of uh, the P25 album, we do have a new song uh, added to it. I, I mean, like, not added. It was probably planned before release. But still, it, uh, I'll, you know, with the release of the album, 
we got a new music video for the song Ten Cuidado by J Balvin. I had to to think about it for a second because I'm I'm not fluent in Spanish. Uh, I don't. What does that mean? I guess I can just look it up. I assume it means ten. Okay, it means beware. Beware. The 10 and 10 cuidado is an informal second person singular, like two, affirmative imperative form of tener. It means be careful as in to ensure health, to take caution, and when saying goodbye. 10 cuidado means to watch out as in to be on the alert, to look after, and to not trust. Well, thank you, Spanish dict. <laughs> Why is it named that? I mean, okay, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. The entire song, pretty much the entire song is in Spanish. I don't know what it means, what what, what he's saying, uh, because it's I don't speak Spanish. But, uh, and by the looks of it, literally every single comment in, uh, on the, on the, on the YouTube video is also in Spanish. So I, I'm a little bit in the dark on this one, but it's a good song. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's like background vocals in the song going like Pika Pikachu. And I thought it, it sounds really weird. And, but you know, I mean, it's an okay song. It's, it's good. It's not, it's not my style, which is most of, most of these songs, but, uh, you know, there is something to be said. And with the release of, uh, the album, we know all the songs on it. So it's, of course, Only Want to Be With You by Post Malone, Electric by Katy Perry, all the songs we've, 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 uh, we've, we've talked about. Take It Home by Mabel, Mabel, who, who knows? I still don't know. Got Em by Vince Staples, uh, a remix of Got Em. Oh, as well, as well as a remix of, of Take It Home, uh, by Zoo. Wonderful by Sin, a wonderful remix by Zoo. Game Girl by Luann. Ten Cuidado by J Balvin, Phases by Jax Jones with Sinhead Harnet, Believing by Little Yachty, uh, Art Show by Tierra Wack, and Reconnect by Yoffle, featuring Daichi Yamamoto and Amy. Can you tell that I'm white, by the way? You know, I apologize if I um if I butchered any of the pronunciations of these artists, but I am uh, a white person, so I don't really, you know, it's it's. Anyway, moving on. It's good to see that the that the album is released. I don't think I'm gonna like buy it. I mean, I can get it on Spotify. Oh, it's it's digital only. Okay. Well, I'm you know I'm gonna I'm probably gonna add it to my Spotify listen. You know, listen to some of these songs. Maybe I'll talk about some of the rest of them um, before we, uh, you know, eventually. I'm not sure. Not not today. Obviously, I, we have a lot of things to talk about. But uh, maybe eventually I'll go over like the whole album. I, I don't know. We'll see. You know, no offense to the to the to P twenty five the album, but like the, the inanimate object. But uh, I'm kind of happy it's released because you know I'm I'm a little tired of talking about it. You know, it's my choice what I talk about, but still, I you know, I feel like I'm sort of obliged to to discuss it whenever it comes up. You know, we can just sort of leave it in the past and uh and may, maybe I'll talk about some of the other songs in the future. But you know, I'm not necessarily uh too sad to to not get to talk about new song releases um anyway let's let's move on from from the album we are getting a uh shiny zashian and shiny zamazenta release in pokemon sword and shield which is the first time ever first time these pokemon are ever becoming shiny 
Um, you can get them from October 22nd, which of course it's already passed through November 11th. Uh, th- that's sorry. That's only shiny Sashian and then shiny Samazenta, um, through November 12th through November 28th, which is a long time. So pretty much for like the next month, you can get both of them. Um, in Canada, the dates are a little bit misaligned. So if you know, you might want to check if you're living in, Can- in Canada, I almost just said, if you're, if you're living in Canada, you might want to, uh, to double check that. Which is nice, you know. Like I said, we're finally getting a shiny release of these Pokemon, the Pokemon that are that are are pretty much shiny locked into eternity, uh, pun intended. Uh, anyway, you can read more about this on Cerebi.net, which of course is where I get all of my information from. Uh, Cerebi, thank you. Um, and it, yeah, you know, they're posting about it pretty much. You can probably just look up Shiny Zashin and Shiny Samazenta and get like the exact dates and. Uh, the exact locations that you can you can get them at uh, and like you know their move sets and stuff and and things like that. But um, yeah, good to see good to see that they're actually doing event releases still. I mean, like they they kind of did with like some other random Pokemon like this like like Dada Zarude and like you know some some other random things. But you know, uh, never I miss the good old days of of getting like shiny box legendary releases and it looks like we're getting it back. Pokemon is do, how many how many times you want to bet that i that i started a sentence with that word uh i'm gonna have to do like a count of how many times i've said the word pokemon in uh in 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 this podcast i mean at least 69 because i say it in the beginning of every episode anyway the pokemon company international has announced the digital contest super pet contest in order to win prizes until november 9th pokemon fans from the u.s uk france and germany can enter pictures of their pets into the clever cute or cool categories oh that's cute it's like the um it's like the the pokemon contest on the official website these images will then get judged by michelle visage and players will win prizes including pokemon brilliant diamond and pearl a a nintendo switch and more let me let me let me look at the page for this whoops (laughs) excuse me i just like punched my microphone super pet contest uh pokemon prevents presents the super pet contest oh my god and you can like if you dress them up oh that's so cute if you're the type of pet parent whose phone is 90 percent photos of your fur kid the pokemon presents super pet contest will have you feline good oh my god inspired by the pokemon super contest originally introduced in pokemon diamond and pokemon pearl that's cute this contest is an opportunity to show the world just how clever, cute, or cool your pet is. And since the Sinnoh region's most popular event is making a comeback with the Super Contest shows and Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Pokemon Shining Pearl available November 19th, now's the perfect time to sharpen your Super Contest show skills. I'm not going to read all of this. Trainer Michelle shows a picture. Oh my! Shows a picture of uh, Michelle Visage in like a Polaroid. <laughs> There's like a, there's like, oh my god, there's like an interview? Given that you've been tasked with looking at adorable pictures of animals, how excited are you? Oh, it's so difficult, this is the best job I've ever had, sorry RuPaul. I'm assuming Michelle Visage is, is, uh, related to RuPaul? I have no idea who this person is. She's an American radio DJ. Singer, actress, producer, okay, yeah. What a, 
Why did she say RuPaul? Oh, she okay. She's on RuPaul's Drag Race. That makes sense. Or she's she's affiliated with it. I can assume. She has a child with my name, Lily Case, spelt the exact same way. L i l l i e. It's weird. It's interesting. Good to know that I'm not the only one out there. I suppose. Um, but yeah, the Pokemon Super Pet Contest is being uh, judged by trainer Michelle Visage. Maybe Visage. I have no idea how to pronounce her name. Of all the three Pokemon, comp- of all the three com- competition categories, clever, cute, and cool, which are you most excited for? I love them all. Cute just tickles me, but I'm really excited for cool. I want to see cool pets. What about clever? Huh, Michelle? You got something? Is you you don't got like a like a like a quip about the clever Pokemon? Just the cute and the cool? Let's see how it is. Let's see if there's anything else to, she has to say that are of note. What are you hoping to see from fans' photo submissions of their pets? I'd like originality, you know? When they go original, I get very excited. So, originality. Do you? Ha- I like how I said that I wasn't going to read these. Do you have any advice for people who would be submitting photos of their adorable animal companions to help earn votes? The more over the top, the better. Meaning, if you're going to go cute, go so cute. If you're going to go clever, go so clever. You know, put thought into it. Okay, last one. Do you have a favorite Pokemon? Oh, this is an interesting one. So, and if so, how would you photograph it to maximize the Pokemon's cuteness? Well, they're all cute. Even the not-so-traditionally pretty ones are still cute. So we all know that Michelle loves Lopunny. So why did she talk in the third person? So how would I maximize? Like, it's like I. So we all know that Michelle loves Lopunny. Okay, weird. So how would I maximize her cuteness? Does she need anything more to more than does she need anything to oh my god does she need to do anything hold on she's is she talking in the third person again does she need to do anything more than just be no i don't think so she's perfect michelle you just said to go over the top you know you know you're not gonna add like a special flair you just get like just a picture of a lot honey you just said if you're going to go cute, go so cute. I mean, I guess that's implying that, that her Lopunny is already literally the cutest thing on earth and she doesn't need to, to alter it in any way. I'm looking, I'm looking more into this than I, than I, than I think I should. But, you know, if, if you have, what, what did it say? Uh, if you're the type of parent whose phone is 90% photos of your fur kid, uh, the Pokemon Present Super Pet Contest will have you feline good. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I'm going to uh, participate in this mostly because I don't have any pets right now. I don't I think that pretty much disqualifies me from from uh, from competing. But if you if anyone out there listening has like the most adorable pet of all time, then go ahead and submit. Or I suppose if you also have the cleverest and the coolest pet of all time. Okay, now that we're done talking about cute pets, you know, things that warm people's heart, I'm going to get mad, okay? I'm getting mad here on, on this Pokemon Pokemon podcast. And if you know me, if you know this podcast, there's only one thing that I just backed. There's only one thing <laughs> that makes me mad, and it's Pokemon Quest not being updated in uh, in America, or anywhere else in the world other than China. And okay, listen, I know what you're thinking. Here she goes again, talking about Pokemon Quest again. But listen, I have, I have my reasons this time. Okay, you may, okay. N- not only have they added Johto Pokemon, 
it, 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 following several teases, it has been confirmed that in addition to the continual add of Johto Pokemon to the game, the Chinese version of Pokemon Quest is adding its first Unova Pokemon. And the first Galar Pokemon, Duraludon, later this month. The Unova Pokemon is Sandile. Can you, can you hear that? Can you hear me slam my hand against my desk? First of all, why are they skipping Gen three and four, and six and seven? Like I guess they're just sort of ad- adding them, you know, at, over time. But the loudest motorcycle of all time. That means that they're gonna add like every single. They might even add every single Pokemon to Pokemon Quest, and I'm ma- I'm mad about it. I'm not actually mad. I mean, I am a little bit. I just want this game to. I want these updates to come to us, man. You know, like listen. I'm sure they, they like the the you know the people in China didn't get the game for a really long time, and I understand why they're doing this. They deserve a little bit better because you know they didn't get to play it until like about a year ago. But why can't we have these cool updates? I love this game. I'm like the only person on earth that loves this game and like still talks about this game. I love Pokemon Quest and we're not and we're not even getting the updates for it. They're adding more. They're adding more than just Johto. They're, they've already confirmed that they're adding Unova and Galar Pokemon. And they're probably going to add like even more from every single generation. And yeah, you know, you know, the, the last sentence of this uh paragraph really just boils my blood at present there's no sign of the additions coming to the western version of the game i literally like i want to get my hands on a chinese version of this game just so i can like so i can play these updates i want them i miss this game you know i eventually i'm gonna play through the game again and maybe talk about it on this podcast but like man why you know what's what's the point of not updating it for us like are they using them as beta testers before they up before they finally you know bring it into the game why they got pvp they have trainer customization they have special training they have you know new pokemon coming johto pokemon more maps i think i don't even know if that's true Sandile, Duraludon, all these, all these cool things, man. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to stop. But like, if you, if you like this game as much as I do, you, you would also be mad. I'm not actually mad, but like, I'm, 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 I want, I want it. I want it. I'm like a little baby. I'm like a little toddler. I want my, I want my updates like the rest of the world or I not the rest of the world. I want my updates like China has. Why does China, why do you get two hot dogs? Why do you, why do you, why does, why does mom let you have Pokemon quest updates and not me and not us? Cause I'm a little baby and I want my Pokemon quest. Anyway, let's move on. I'm going to, I'm going to stop talking about it, but just now I'm going to be mad for like the rest of the episode. It's going to be in my head. Anyway, last little bit of, you know, keep in mind, we're still on the, 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 just like the uncategorized news. <laughs> uh, last little bit for that today is, um, another shirt, you know, sort of section from original stitch, uh, you know, which is the clothing brand that Pokemon has, has sort of partnered with. Um, this time there are unknown patterns available. If I can find the post, uh, here we go. 
A new element of Pokemon shirts has been announced by Original Stitch. Starting now, you can get embroidery of unknown letters on standard shirts. In addition to that, you can also get Pokeball, Great Ball, and Ultra Ball buttons on the shirts. So, uh, you can get, like, unknown letters. I don't know if you can, like, spell things out, but you can certainly uh, get them embroidered. <laughs> as well as, you know, uh, Pokeball, Great Ball, and Ultra Ball buttons. Now... It's spooky time. The, the majority of the Halloween stuff comes from the regularly updated games. Um, and starting off strong, Pokemon Go has a plethora of, of Halloween updates. Um, there's, there's an update called uh, Halloween Mischief, and there's multiple parts. Part 1, I don't know if Part 1 is still active. Uh, no, it, oh yeah, it does. Um... Halloween Mischief Part 1, Creepy Companions. Um, it takes place on October 31st and features increased bonds of spooky Pokemon, including the addition of Pumpkaboo and Phantom. It also introduces a new piece of the special research, Misunderstood Mischief. And then, similarly, Part 2 is also happening on October 31st, later in the day, um, and feature increased spawns of spooky pokemon pumpkaboo and phantomp it also increases a new piece of special it's like the same huh what's the difference between part one and part two pikachu with like a special hat is spawning more ghastly murkrow mischievous shuppet piplup with a hat yamask these can all be shiny spinarak can be shiny what's the difference between part one and part two I don't know. I don't think they're... Oh, this is... Okay, this is part... Oh, it's running from now until October 31st. I'm stupid. Uh, split the two parts with the second part focusing on ghost types. Hold on. Then what's part one? <laughs> okay, the page just goes to... The page just goes to part two. Is part one not active? Is that why? I have no idea. It's a little bit confusing. I don't know. The The, the information on Cerebi is either wrong or I'm stupid. Uh, and, you, you know, I'm going to go with the uh, with the former <laughs> just to protect my my ego, I think, a little bit. Uh, I have no idea what's wrong with this, with like the Cerebi page for this stuff, but it, it's showing me that that part one and two is identical to each other. I don't know if that's if that's if that's like on purpose or what, but just know that increased uh, ghost type Pokemon are spawning from now until October 31st. Pokemon Go. I mean, this isn't related to Halloween in any way, but it's still Pokemon Go. Uh, the rest of it isn't really Halloween related. <laughs> um, Pokemon Go is getting an update where you can power up Pokestops, it seems. Uh, like a like a new feature, which, uh, yeah, here we go. Niantic have announced a group of features in Pokemon Go. First is the ability to power up a Pokestop or gym. This is done by scanning a Pokestop or gym in AR. When a Pokestop is powered up, it will give better and rarer items that will only last for a certain amount of time. The higher the level, the better the benefits and the longer it lasts. This is currently live for testing in New Zealand for players 20 and above. Um, in addition to this, trainers will start getting nickname suggestions. There will be trainer tips and new egg hatch updates, including the option to skip the hatch animation. Oh, nice. 
Finally, there will be a new special research story introducing new trainers in to go. All of this will be coming. All of this will be in the coming months in certain parts of the world. That's cool. Just sort of some quality of life stuff. The like the 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 the, the Pokestop level up um, situation will be good for like really really popular places. You know, if you're like in a group of people, everyone can power it up and everyone will get really good items from it. I like that a lot. That's sort of, uh, you know. It benefits people who are who are who are walking around in, in popular places, which I guess Pokemon Go already kind of does. Uh, but still, the more the merrier. Last up, two things with Pokemon Go. Uh, first of all, the next community day has been revealed, and it is uh, Shinx. What day is that coming on? It was revealed recently. I'm pretty sure. Yes. Um, next Pokemon Go community dates. The first will take place on November 21st. Which is Shanks. Um, and what else does that say? Actually, I just sort of looked. Uh, then on December 18th and 19th, there will be another weekend community day. Ah, so it's like the big one of all the, all the ones throughout the year. Okay. So last one for the year that isn't like the big collection of them is Shanks. And one more event for Pokemon Go. One that is actually really cool, like genuinely, is a um, Dia de Muertos celebration. Um, it's running from November 1st to November 2nd. Um, Cuber- Cubone, Sunkern, Murkrow, Houndor, Sableye, Roselia, Sunflora, Drifloon, and Yamask, and more, and more, <laughs> will be appearing more frequently in the wild. Um, so it's like a, it's a nice celebration that we don't usually get to see here in America all that much. Um, and in Latin America and the Caribbean areas, Pokemon will spawn even more and you'll have plus one transfer candy. So if you live, you know, around the areas where, where this holiday is celebrated more frequently, uh, you get even more benefits, but it's good to see that they're, um, they're sort of celebrating like, like Chinese new year, you know, they're sort of celebrating some, some more, um, you know, ethnic holidays which which i'm very very glad to see you know helps me helps me expand my my culture um and get more in touch with these sort of traditions never thought that i would be doing so through pokemon go but still it's it's really nice to see oh boy okay pokemon unite is getting a huge collection of updates so there was like a big halloween trailer um that of course actually just came out like six days ago, like last week. Um, so it's already active. Pokemon Unite is getting like a huge, or it already is getting a huge um, event, a huge, a huge Halloween event. And it has so many things. It has a new game mode called Halloween Battle Mode. Uh, it's exclusive to the event and features a change where instead of being able to use battle items, you instead have pumpkins, which can be thrown out and turn the enemy into a pumpkin. It removes any points they have accrued and gives them one point, one move, Pumpkin Tackle. After turning into a pumpkin, this move has the Pokemon charge forward, hitting any opponent in its path. Okay, so it's it they become pump they <laughs> it they become a pumpkin. Um, and uh, let's see what what else what else is there? So there's a new Halloween game mode uh, and new Halloween outfits. Uh, there's like a candy bag, a Pikachu pumpkin mask, a, a witch hat, and a costume party set, which of course all cost, you know, tickets and, and gems. Um, there are Halloween daily missions, there's Halloween 
quests. There's Halloween login bonuses. Um, there are like ex- exchanges that you can get, which of course you can actually use. You can use 70 pumpkins to get one new Pokemon, which is available now and is Greenant. So Greenant is a new Pokemon in the game. Um, he's the next, the next Pokemon, uh, the next playable Pokemon you can get. And, uh, uh I'm not going to go through like his list of moves or anything, but he seems to be a, uh, a defender sort of like Snorlax. So new defender. That's always really nice. He seems to be pretty good as far as I can tell. Um, but of course with the Pokemon Unite update comes new Hollowware and good Lord, do we have a lot? So there's costume party style Lucario who is wearing Riley's hat. Which and like Riley's cape, which of course we all knew was going to happen um, eventually, <laughs> because that's like his whole thing. Um, which is awesome to see. I'm super super happy to see that that uh, that in game. Uh, it's like a it's like one of the super rare ones. So like it costs a lot. It's like 2,500 gems, which is like so much money. Uh, but I think there's other way of getting other ways of getting them. And there's um. I'm pretty sure it turns his aura sphere into like a giant pumpkin, which I think is hilarious. Judging by the trailer, uh, it turns his aura sphere into a massive pumpkin. And other things, you know, KO effects, move effects, gold effects. It, it it's like the um it's like the Talon Flame and the Tinderace Pirate one and the pilot style for Talon Flame where he gets like he gets a bunch of effects for his his gear. So it's like a super special one. Um as well as some more for a bunch of other Pokemon, Zero Aura getting a Space Style, Space Style Eldegoss, Sleepy Style Wigglytuff. I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what I'm calling it. It's like a like a like a sleep looks like pajamas. Uh, and Bonfire Charizard Slowbro in Talonflame, which has them sort of in like a scarf, a cute little warm hat, a little sweater. You know, it's got them in like fall gear. And they're absolutely adorable. Um, I don't think those ones are in the game. Um, but oh, and and Firefighter Blastoise is a new one. Um, I don't know if they're in the game right now, but they're definitely um, available eventually. So you know, they were in the trailer. We know that they're coming. If they if they are in the game, I apologize. I'm not really super up to date, but uh, those are there. And the Halloween event runs from October 20th. So like I said, already out to November 7th. So we got so much stuff <laughs> things are coming uh or things are here and and honestly it's really really nice to see that they're doing like major content patches for pokemon unite halloween events different skins for halloween i'm glad that like halloween is the first one since it's a release so we get to see sort of you know new skins new events new new items all things like that really really excited to see what they do for the future i assume we're gonna have a holiday one uh just upcoming soon and i'll probably have time to play pokemon unite a bunch overhaul of the over the holiday season so uh look out for that and you know maybe i'll maybe i'll actually talk about things from experience um right now I'm, I'm 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 far too busy to play this game but i still like to keep up up to date with the you know with the with the content patches and the new stuff coming out and it's good it's really really good to see that we're getting a lot of new things with with sort of you know special holiday events like this Pokemon Masters EX is uh, unfortunately not really as lucky, I would say. Uh, the Halloween event that's happening for Pokemon Masters EX is just sort of a repeat of last year's, if I can find it. Uh, it's nothing really special as far as I can tell, other than like just doing the same things that it did last year with like a couple new skins, which is a little bit unfortunate. Um, let's see if I can find it here. Um, 
There's like a new seasonal scout, but that's not it. Where is this? Here we go. It's called Midnight Spookfest. Um, the annual Halloween story event based on Lear hosting a special Spookfest in Pazio and inviting sync pairs to take part. There's another another post on Sarabi that said specifically. Yeah. Um, it's a repeat of last year's Halloween sort of event. So it's not really anything special as far as I can tell, uh, which is sad. But, you know, the game's been already out for a while. It's not going to get, like, super new content patches. Yeah, here we go. Uh, this is this event is a repeat of last year's Halloween story event, Flight, Fight or Fright, and will provide story focused around the characters of Pazio celebrating Halloween. So good to see at least that they're still doing stuff like that. Uh... <laughs> But nothing really new to touch on with uh, Masters. Finally, for the for the for you know the um, the specif- the specific news, um, we have a new update to uh, Cafe Remix. Here we go. Uh, Pokemon Cafe Mix has put out further details on Pokemon Cafe Remix's update. This update will be released on October twenty eighth which is literally two days from now, uh, and will feature a variety of changes. Well, there's no... Okay, I was confused. There's no punctuation. Uh, it will feature a variety of changes. There are four new modes for the game. Pokemon Visit Mode, which makes you cook dishes based on customer visits. Menu Develop Mode, a puzzle that lets you devise a new menu to attract Pokemon. Training Mode, a mode that lets you raise the level of individual Pokemon. And Extra Order Mode, the mode using the old orders up to 1,200. You will get various rewards based on your progress. Order 100 gives you Charmander. Order 600 gives you Pikachu Chef costume. And Order 1200 gives you the Lucario Chef costume. Um, it's like there's... There, I'm not going to go through everything, but like the game is getting a major update. Cafe Remix is, is like completely changing. I don't think Cafe Remix is like actually out yet. I think that that's what's coming. Um, that's what's coming on the 28th. So like literally, if you're listening to this like tomorrow on the day of release of course if you're listening to it later then this is already out um but yeah uh like a bunch of new stuff you can look on Cerebi and i assume like the cafe mix website if there's a is there a website for this game i'm gonna just look up pokemon cafe remix real quick uh there is cafe mix.pokemon.com uh, i assume you can look at like the updates that are coming, I don't know if that's true, but uh, you can always find them on Cerebi. Um So yeah, big, big, big update coming really soon, and a lot of new stuff. All right, so that's it for the uh, that's it for the news. But we have a little bit of merch to do. No, um, no plentiful plushies today. There was not nearly enough plushies to actually talk about, so I've sort of just merged them. Um, so it's time to talk about merch as if you needed more pokemon merch and speaking of pokemon merch actually i'm wearing some pokemon merch right now the the, it sounds like i'm just flexing but it's the um if you remember last time i uh bought a lanyard live on the podcast and it's here and i'm wearing it right now i've been wearing it since it came in like a couple days ago and i love it it's really good it's like genuinely a really good lanyard uh i really enjoy it so, if you needed any more of, like, a, you know, like, a reason to, to listen to me when I talk about merch, I have bought some merch that I that I saw, that I looked at online on this podcast, and it turned out to be fantastic. So, obviously, that means everything I recommend to you will be, will be like, you know, top class. 
Anyway, uh, let's look at what we have today. Of course, this is an audio medium, so if you want to find more of these things, you can go on Poke Jungle, or uh, most of these things are on um, the Pokemon Center online, <laughs> you know, the Pokemon Center uh, store website. Um, first up, we have Halloween figures, metal wall art, clothes, and gym badge coasters added to the U.S. and Canadian Pokemon Center online. This is coming from Poke Jungle, uh, a lot of the place where I get the place where I get most of my merch uh, ideas and and posts. Uh, you know, they post pretty much every time there's a new a new merch uh, released on the Pokemon Center, so I use that as a as a resource. Um, let's let's look new releases. There's um, let's see, sort by newest. I guess there's like Mimikyu card sleeves. Charizard card sleeves. I don't know if this is up to date. Here we go. Story of Drifloon, Story of Bennett, Story of Phantom, Story of Zorua, and Story of Mimikyu. They're like little books with Pokemon inside of them. And they're sort of embroidered with like a story of these ghost type Pokemon and where they come from. What's what's their whole deal? Uh, as well as an eight pack of uh, Kanto Gym Badge coasters. Oh, these are nice. These are in the same style as the lanyard. I wonder if I should take that as a sign and uh, purchase them. And what else did it say? Uh, oh, Metal Wall Art. Here we go. Yeah, the. Um, where is it? Pokemon Center Scary Stories posters. I think this is what they're talking about. Oh, it's just the it's the stuff that's embroidered on the on the books. It's like the the stories behind the the Pokemon. Shows like a Zoro with Zoroark, the story of Phantomp, the story of Pinette. It's cool. It's interesting. Uh, they're nice. They look really cool. Next up, uh, there are... Oh, I re- okay. This There's like a bunch of different things with this one. So it's called the Knocked Out Pokemon line on the Pokemon Center. Um... And, and uh, Poke Jungle shows like a bunch of different things. There's keychains of like Knocked Out, Dragonite, Score Bunny, Togekiss, uh, Spinda, Larvitar, who like isn't knocked out for some reason, Gengar, Snorlax, Poliwrath, very round Pokemon, uh, Pikachu. There's a pencil case of Score Bunny and Spinda, and an, an, they also doubles as an armrest. Uh, there's stationary and accessories oh like oh that's cute i just realized one of the keychains it's like a little revive i was wondering what that was it looked like a star it's a max revive there's stationary napkins pins stickers uh laundry pouches clothing items like a knocked out dragonite uh sweatshirt a hat a, a spinda sleeping face mask uh, oh, yo, a, a Pikachu AirPods case? Hold on a second. I have AirPods. Yo, hold on a minute. Is that like for sale? How much is that? I have been looking for, um, for an AirPods case. Hold on. Am I going to, am I going to buy another thing on this podcast? Uh, podcast? Knocked out Pokemon case. Uh, airpod case <laughs> riveting uh very riveting 
discussions I know. Here, hold on. Let me let me just look at Pokemon Center. I don't think I'm going to find it on Google. Knockout Collection. Nope, that's not right. That's like the TCG. Knocked out. Show me knocked out Pokemon. They're not there. Are they on Pokemon Center? When when is this coming out? I don't think there's a link right now. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep checking because I really want this AirPods case. But as far as I can tell, uh, the knocked out Pokemon set from experience is not out right now. But still really cute. I like it a lot. Uh, it's 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 unique. <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of cute Pokemon. You didn't really see a lot of Larvitar, Poliwhirl, Spinda, Spinda especially. I really enjoy so. Happy to see that. Next up, there are available uh, Pokeball replicas for the first time, I think, like ever. <laughs> um, Poke Jungle says, Feast your eyes on the latest Pokeball replicas from the Wand Company. Pre-orders for the Dusk Ball will start soon, while Premier Ball is scheduled for holiday launch and Heal Ball will be released in 2022. Um, I don't think they're online anywhere, but I'm looking at the Wand Company. Makers of the finest hero prop replicas and collectibles. I don't... Oh, they have a website. Is it on their website? I'm doing a lot of, you know... Oh, yeah, here we go. Hold it. It's, like, on the front page. Wow, these are cool. I was going to say, are these, um... Are these, like... How... Oh, man, these are really high quality. How much are they? I sound like I'm sponsored. How much are they? Uh... Oh, the Pokeball... Um, pre-orders started... 30th of November 2020. Master Ball has been out. Great Ball has been out. Ultra Ball has been out. Dusk Ball. Here we go. Do they have a price? Oh my god. They come in like a little nice... Like a box. And you just sort of keep them on... On display. These are really... Really, really cool. Hold on. I don't think these are like a, like affiliated with Pokemon. Maybe. Where can I buy the Pokeball? Oh, it is. It's it's on the Pokemon Center. Hold on. Pokeball replica. Ah, they're sold out. $120. Not bad. The Master Ball, so it seems like they, they're only selling one at a time. And they are, uh, they are not available anymore. I assume the Dusk Ball, there's no, like, pre-order on the... On the um on the Pokemon Center, but I assume that it, uh, they'll be available soon. Maybe you can pre-order them through um through the Wand Company. I don't know, but they're really really nice looking. All right, uh, again, really high quality stuff this time around. Um, there are two figurines we're going to be looking at today. One of which is May. Um, it releases in Japan April twenty twenty two. It's a, a May figurine with Torchic. Very, very nice. Very, very high quality. Um, it's on kotobuyuka.co.jp. Uh, how much? $98? 900 or uh, around, probably $100 USD. It's 9,800 yen. Very, very nice. And then the other one is a bead um, figure. Did, does it have a link yet? It does. Pre-orders open today, which is on October 19th, 
on again a, a, a Japanese website, pbandai.gp, JP, excuse me. Let's look up Bead. Is he on here? My boy? No? What's his Japanese name? It might they, he might just be sold out, fortunately. I don't know, but it's a it's a beautiful bead statue statue. Figurine. Uh two of them with uh like him in his normal clothes and then one of them with his gym uniform on, uh with you know, under opal. And his normal one has um Hatram and Hatena, almost forgot the name of that Pokemon. And then the big one has a huge Hatterene that's like almost bigger than he is. So really, really nice looking, like genuinely really, really well made as far as I can tell. So cool. Uh, you, I don't know if you can still pre-order them, but they are there. <laughs> don't quote me on that if you can or can't. Next, we have a new edition in probably one of the the longest running sort of merch things that we talk about on this podcast pikachu moods (laughs) can you guess which mood is coming today we have we've gotten what like sad spooked you know uh like i don't remember them at all hold on i'm gonna I, i need to jog my memory so i can make this joke properly Pikachu moods. Oh, there's like, oh, there's like t-shirts for the Pokemon moods. Hungry, love, scared, sleepy, sad, annoyed, and confused. Can you guess what is next? It's guilty. He's, he's spilt a giant bottle of Moo Moo milk all over the ground, all over like the, the dirt seeping into the earth and he's just sitting there with little puppy dog guys holding his finger you know holding his putting his fingers together he's not actually doing it but he i imagine if he had like more defined fingers he would be like putting his fingers together you know what i'm talking about i'm doing the motion right now in real life and i hope you are too it's like the little you know you put your fingers together and you're like i didn't do it that wasn't me i didn't spill the milk on the earth under into the dirt he's doing that and he's got he's got sparkling shimmering puppy dog eyes his ears are lowered down poor thing he's guilty he spilled the milk pikachu it's okay you don't gotta worry i'm I'm petting him on the head with my my mouse just just so he knows that everything's okay and finally last but not least uh the, the only real other plushie uh which is why i'm not doing plentiful plushies because we really only had one not counting the um the knocked out pokemon plushie line it is a Lapras wrist rest. Actually, how much is this? This is really cute. It's like a it's so it's a Lapras plushie, uh, but it also functions as a rest, like a wrist rest. You put your hand on the on the you know, looking at it, it's like a super spiky shell. I mean, obviously, it's a thank God I have a pop filter for that super spiky shell. Um, you know, it's obviously plushy, but like. It's got like a bunch of bumps on it. I don't know how good of a, re- a rest, wrist rest. God, thank God, Pop Filter. Happy to have you. Um, super spiky shell on this Lapras wrist rest. So I don't know how well it, it functions as one, but I mean that's what Pokey Jungle says. I think it's is it is it is it advertised as a wrist rest? Translate. How do I translate? Here we go. Uh, Uday pillow. 
Is Uday mean like wrist? I'm bringing out the Google Translate right now. Uday. Arm. <gasps> it does. It is supposed to be an arm rest or like a wrist rest. It says Pokemon Mofu Mofu Uday Pillow. I assume Uday in this context means wrist, but it translates to arm. Uh, Laplace. And I'm pretty sure that's what Lapras's uh, Japanese name is. Wow. Well, look at us. Look at me. Sleuths. Language sleuths today. Pretty sure I did something else with the, with, with, uh, like, with, yeah, with, um, with Jay Balvin's, uh, title. What, 10 Quidados? Great. Anyway, that's it for the merch. Let's move on to, of course, everyone's favorite segment where we talk about a random, oh, almost said move, random Pokemon every single episode. Random Pokemon of the week. Can you guess it this time? 149. I am like 99% sure that anyone who knows like anything about, about Gen 1, it's Gen 1, who knows anything about Gen 1 and like the basic order of the po- who anyone who's looked at a Pokedex once will know what this Pokemon is. Think about it. I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to give it away. Who is, who is number 151? It's Mew. That's like, everyone knows that. And by process of eliminate, process of elimination, who is number 150 that's Mewtwo weird that Mewtwo comes first now that I think about it but who's who's the last Pokemon in the Kanto Pokedex I'm gonna give you a second is Dragonite today we're talking about Dragonite Dragonite is a dual type dragon flying pseudo legendary Pokemon introduced in generation one not too often we get to talk about a Gen 1 Pokemon. I mean, it's it's like a 1 in 8 chance pretty much every time I, I bring up the, that random number generator. But not too often we get to talk about Dragonite or like a Gen 1, like a, like a you know, a very popular Gen 1 Pokemon. So this, is, this should be fun. It evolves in Dragonair starting at level 55 and is the final form of Jutini. Um, its abilities are inner focus and multi-scale as its hidden ability. 50-50 gender ratio, uh, 7 foot 3. That's pretty tall. It's, it, you know, I, it's surprisingly, it's really not as big as I thought it was. It's like, it's big, but it, like, it's not huge. I always imagine this thing being like pretty darn big. Um, but I guess it's really not that tall. Or 2.2 meters, sorry. I, you, you can go back and listen to my, um, you know, to my like, oh man, I, I, I didn't know it was so small uh, spiel. If you, you know, if, if you're, if you don't use, if you use the metric system or if you don't use the American system, sorry to clear up any confusion there. Uh, 463 pounds, big fat boy, uh, or 210 kilograms. I need to start. I need, I need to stop saying my comments about the Pokemon as such as big fat boy before I, um, just clicked on the weight button, uh, before I, say the uh the conversion to the you know the the form of measurement that literally the rest of the world uses uh, my jokes aren't going to hit as well if if nobody knows you know the weight that i'm that i'm referring to as big fat boy anyway <laughs> dragonite is an interesting pokemon it's you know uh it's it's like the dragon type uh, literally i mean like it was one of three dragon types in gen one it is the dragon type um it's it's a great pokemon i really i really like 
I really do like Dragonite. It's cute. It's, it's you know, it's big and goofy. And, you know, there's something to be said about it not really fitting its evolutionary line. But, um, you know, I mean, if they made it blue, maybe it would have fit a little bit better. But, I, you know, it's such a staple that you can't really make that, that comparison anymore. It's it's so cute. I love this Pokemon. It's um, It's the kind of Pokemon that I forget about a lot. Just like, uh, unfortunately, you know, I would love to have Dragonite, you know, flowing through my mind every day, but unfortunately it, uh, it's, you know, it's old. It's, you know, he's, he's a little, he's a little outclassed, I would say nowadays, but you know, back then he was like the strong Pokemon. Oh man, you have a Dragonite evolves at level 55. Like that's so high. Uh, and like now, I mean, most other Pokemon, there's, there's a lot of other Pokemon that evolve not higher than level 55 or i think they do pretty sure like larvesta evolves later than that you know is outclassed but that doesn't mean he's not impressive still and i think that's a good way of of sort of explaining dragonite you know he's he may be outclassed by some other bigger stronger boys but that doesn't mean he's not a member of the big strong boys club you know what i mean he's he's not he's he's not the strongest anymore but that doesn't mean he's not strong Anyway, let's look at some Pokedex. We, we have a lot of things to talk about. We can do po- like every single Pokedex entry. We can do mystery dungeon dialogue. I love, I love talking about Gen 1 Pokemon. Um, let's look at this. An extremely rare se- rarely seen marine Pokemon. Its intelligence is said to match that of humans. Smart boy, big fat smart boy, strong boy or girl 50% of the time, excuse me. Uh, that was from red and blue. In yellow, it is said that this Pokemon lives somewhere in the sea and that it flies. <laughs> However, this is only a rumor. That it really? I mean, it's got wings. I don't know if that's much of a rumor. Uh, you know, the old Pokedex entries have always been a little bit of an enigma. Let's let's look at like a like the Ultra Sun ones. You know, just to get like a like a modern take on what this Pokemon's all about. Uh, you'll often hear tales of this kind-hearted Pokemon rescuing people or Pokemon that are drowning. It flies over raging seas as if they were nothing. Observing this, the ship's captain dubbed this Pokemon the Sea Incarnate. Incur the wrath of this normally calm Pokemon at your peril, because it will smash everything to smithereens before it's satisfied. This Pokemon saved a shipwrecked man, taking him to a remote island, a paradise occupied solely by Dragonite. What? This... Sorry, the Sun Pokedex entry for this Pokemon said, A Dragonite saved a shipwrecked man and brought him to an island occupied solely by Dragonite. I don't know if that's like my my greatest nightmare or my greatest dream. It can fly in spite of its big bulky physique, like I said, big fat boy. It circles the globe in just 16 hours. I didn't know this Pokemon was so related to the sea i mean it makes sense that like you know dragonair and dratini are in the ocean but like you know i i didn't i never really saw this pokemon is like oh it's the ocean pokemon you know you see dragonite that's in the ocean he's like the ocean king you know that's not really what he's all about he's just like a big bumbling the big fat boy dragon you know i like it makes sense from where he comes from but just looking at dragonite you would never have guessed that he was he was sort of a sea dweller um, let's mystery dungeon dialogue. What has he got to say? From half to full HP, I fly, but I'm still considered a guardian of the sea. It's like his whole thing. That Dragonite can be explained apparently in one sentence, and it's that. 
My HP is getting down to half. Great insight there, buddy. I can't keep up. There's no strength left. And that, that was from a quarter to 1% HP. And then at a level up, he says, yes, I've leveled up. Let me work even harder for you. You know, I mean, he, he's a little on the basic side, but it's Dragonite. What do you expect? A lot of the Gen 1 Pokemon were a little basic, but we love him for that. Um, any trivia? Dragonite in its pre-evolved category... Sorry. Dragonite in its pre-evolved forms share their category with the... with. Category name with Horsey, its evolved forms, its evolved forms, Salamence and Gudra. They're all known as the Dragon Pokemon. You know, I could have guessed that. In Yellow, Dragonite's catch rate was changed from 45 to 9, even though it, Dragonite couldn't be found in the wild. In all later games, its cat rate, catch rate was changed back to 45. Dragonite was designed by Shigeki Muramoto. The Dragonite skeleton in Nacreen City implies that Dragonite is an ancient species and that it is seemingly unchanged over millions of years. You know, I mean, he's perfect. You don't have to change him at all. He's just a big fat boy. You know, that's lit. That's it. Why would you ever change such a perfect creature? Kingdra's Pokedex entry in Pokemon Sword mentions Dragonite, which was unavailable prior to the release of the second expansion of the game, The Crown Tundra. Hold on. Let's look at this. Kingdra? What's he got to say? What has Kingdra got to say about Dragonite? In what sword? Uh, with the arrival of a storm at sea, this Pokemon will show itself on the surface. When a Kingdra and a Dragonite meet, a fierce battle ensues. Interesting. Not sure why. They got some beef. You know, they got some, they got some drama going on. They both think they're the king of the ocean. I mean, Dragonite doesn't have king in its name, but like literally every single Pokedex entry seems to suggest it. And Kingdra's just, he's the king of the sea. He's got king in his name. So I understand why uh, they fight. Dragonite is the only species owned by one of Ash's friends that Ash himself would later catch. Does he really catch a Dragonite? When does he catch a Dragonite? First Pokemon caught by Ash in Pokemon Journeys. Oh, is that the new one? Oh, yeah. Well, the first Pokemon that... Sorry, spoilers, I guess. He caught... The first Pokemon he ever caught was a Dragonite in Journeys? That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> Eventually, I will watch it. That's interesting. I didn't know that he, um... Didn't know that he did that. Well, cool. Good to know. Um... Let's see. Dragonite may be a combination of dragon and knight. <laughs> or knight. One with a K, one without. Could also refer to draconite, a mythical stone said to be found in the heads of dragons and are primordial in shape. Pyramidal in shape. Sorry. Similar to dragonite's horns. Cool. You know, he's just, a, he's just a big fat boy. I don't know what else to say. I know I keep coming back to those like four words, but... Okay, what else do we have to do? Shiny? 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 Shiny Dragonite? Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. Shiny Dragonite, to me, I think is almost worthy of, like, an, like an 8. I think I think an 8 it will suffice here. I think it's a good one. I think it's a little bit dulled down in, uh, in, in the 3D games, but, like, oh, what a classic Shiny. In Gold and Silver, it was really cool. It got like it just, like it got really dark in Ruby and Sapphire. Pur the purple wings, the green. What a classic shiny! I really really like this one. 
I'm gonna say eight out of ten. I think I think the Dragonite of all Pokemon is deserving of a of an eight out of ten. And now, let's look at Dragonite in competitive. I like. Hmm. Let's look. Let's mix it up for once. Let's talk about Gen One. It seems to be an uh, an uyu an uwu Pokemon. It seems to be a uyu Pokemon in Gen One. I listen. Okay, listen. I'm sorry to everyone out there who like really enjoys Gen One competitive Pokemon. I am I am not someone who knows anything about Gen One Pokemon uh competitive really so i know it's really buggy and i know that special attack and special defense with the same stat that's literally all i know let's look at what dragonite does uh this is written by volk thanks to an unrivaled base stat total and an enormous move pool dragonite is easily the most versatile pokemon in rbyuu and a major influence on what pokemon and moves are popular Dragonite is most infamous for its lethal agility and rap combo, which en- which enables it to slowly chip down foes and potentially sweep entire teams. The pair of moves is so powerful that virtually every Pokemon is forced to carry a move that can dispatch or incapa- incapacitate Dragonite before it can set up. In addition to being the most potent sweeper in the tier, Dragonite has numerous defensive and supportive traits that make it easy to justify including on most teams. Its typing and enormous bulk allowed for t- allow it to take on tier stables such as Dugtrio, Persian, Kangaskhan, Venusaur, and Tangela. Furthermore, Rapid Thunder Wave allowed Dragonite to act as a pivot and provide essential support for its teammates. Finally, Dragonite has an incredibly diverse pool of offensive options including Blizzard, Thunderbolt, Body Slam, and the strongest non-stab Hyper Beam, making it predictable and difficult to check. Unpredictable and difficult to check. Its typing and versatility also makes it an excellent partner to many key Pokemon. Those that fear Dugtrio and other physical attackers like Electabuzz, Haunter, and Persian appreciate it. And do those, as do those that benefit from paralysis spreading like Urukuno, Kangaskhan, and Golem. There's like way more to this. Like that was only like half of it. Um, I'm not going to read that though. So it's, I've, oh my God. Like looking at, looking at the sets for Gen 1, I forgot that there's like, no natures, no abilities, no held items, no EVs, no IVs. It's just, well, literally it's just four moves. Agility, rap, blizzard, and uh, four choices between thunder wave, hyper beam, body slam, and thunderbolt. Wow. So it's really good in the UU. I, you know, obviously we're mixing it up a little bit talking about um, about Gen 1, but I, I've, I've been finding a little bit of an interest in Gen 1 competitive and watching some videos about like why thir- why certain things are banned, why certain things are good, etc. Um, you know, Dragonite's pretty good, it seems. I mean, he's like a staple of the UU tier, which is what, like just below OU? So pretty good. Uh, he can be in, uh, he can be in OU apparently. It's like he's obviously not as good, but like he can, I think he can still do stuff. Um, and of course, this is when hyper, obviously, this is just like basic Gen 1 knowledge, but like keep in mind, this is when moves like, um, moves like Hyper Beam were physical moves. And, you know, Dragonite has, oh, I forgot to talk about his stats, but Dragonite has like a 134 attack, which is insane. Uh, he also has an HP of 91, a defense of 95, a speed of 80, and a special stat, which is both special attack and special defense in Gen 1, of 100. So he's, like, good all around. He can do everything. Pretty good. Pretty cool. 
good to know. If I ever get into Gen One, you you, Dragonite is a is a a match to watch out for. All right, finally, before we before we end it today, we have to talk about the main topic of today, which really isn't isn't that much. We we've done I've done a lot of stuff just sort of going in, in more depth about stuff that I normally don't go into, and I and I like this formula, but. Um, we do have a bunch of new news. Um, not like a whole lot, but it's certainly enough. So uh, I'm going to talk about BDSP first, just because I think it's the most lackluster of the two in comparison right now. Um, not, and it's funny because BDSP got like the most content. Um, we got a trailer for BDSP, I'm pretty sure like yesterday. <laughs> no, literally, literally like today we got one. Um, actually, hold on. When, I want to, I want to see genu- like genuinely when this was uploaded. Yeah. October 26th, the day that I'm uploading this, which is obvious or the day that I'm recording this, which of course is the reason why I'm not, um, why I'm not necessarily, um, talking about evolutions because this stuff sort of came out right at the last uh, second, but we got a trailer for BDSP today and it just showed a bunch of stuff that we kind of already knew were going to be in the game. We, sh- we saw gym leaders, Candice, or Candice, I don't know how you pronounce her name, Volkner. Um, we saw some Team Galactic members, like the, the admins and some and some grunts. Um, we saw Cyrus. We saw some more footage of the game, which is looking fantastic, by the way. We act, you know, in the overworld footage, the game seems to be a lot more polished, which, of course, is good. I, I, you know, I, I sort of predicted, like, every time that... Um, the game's just going to get better over time, which is great. I mean, like, you know, fantastic. I'm, I'm really glad to see it. But uh, like I said, we're really not getting much new. And I mean, it's because the game is coming out in like not even a, less than a month, like half a month, the 19th of November. Um, we saw the gym puzzles for Candace and Volkner. Um, they're the same, obviously. That's okay. You know, the remakes, that's sort of the point. Um, we saw some, some of the backgrounds. Oh my God. Like the backgrounds in Volkner's gym for the battle, the backgrounds in, in Candace's gym is beautiful. Uh, looks like they're really putting a heavy focus on, on the backgrounds of the, um, of the trainer battles. The battles seem to be like the, the thing that they're putting the most work into. And I'm really, really liking it. The, the team galactic one has like a reflective floor, with like space in the background. It looks really, really cool. I really, really enjoy it. Um, other than that though, we really didn't see that much. I mean, oh, we also saw uh, the Lake Trio, who of course, again, had like a super beautiful background with reflective water, reflective, uh, you know, flooring. We saw the inside of the, of the Lake Trio, the Lake Guardian place, just like the original games, you know, that's, that's sort of what, the, you know, obviously it's a remake of the game, so saying just like the original games is kind of redundant, but like that's pretty much all that we saw today was stuff that we knew it was coming, but it's good because it it just sort of confirms that it, it, things are just like they were. And I'm glad about it. I'm really, really happy about it. The game looks fantastic so far. Um really, really excited for it. All of the backgrounds they're showing and all the all the features of the game that are coming back look beautiful. I love it. <laughs> it's so good. So, so, so good. Um, as well as there is a, um, you can get, uh, platinum outfits through a mystery gift until February 22nd. And it seems like you can get a manaphy egg 
until February 21 um, through Mystery Gift. Early purchase bonus of a Manaphy egg. Um, early purchase bonus. Cool. Very reminiscent of the, of, you know, the Manaphy events they did in the past with Pokemon Ranger, stuff like that. And, but the, the, so the, the big thing that we're talking about today, BDSP, you know, it looks good. I'm excited for it, but new Pokemon content is what we're all here for. And, and the new Pokemon content is new forms. We, we really only have gotten one new one two new forms today no no like huge pokemon videos there was like it's like a we got like a um like an encrypted like damaged video which looked great by the way uh once it was restored um that was like oh man you know someone someone exploring through the mountains and 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 you know interacting with this like crazy pokemon that we had no idea what it was he mentioned like oh is it a growlith or a vulpix what could it be and then when the video was restored and they posted it like a couple days later um we saw the new forms for zorua and zoroark which are pokemon that i hold deep to my heart so i'm very 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 happy to see hisuian forms of zoro and zoroark and they look so good like beautiful they're normal and ghost type um and oh man they're they're so cool i even have here hold on i i I retweeted it on my twitter i have a uh like a a a lore i made a joke about it but i i want to read you the lore of hisuian zoroa and hisorian zoroark uh Zorua says, reborn as a ghost type using the power of spite. The Zorua migrated to the Hisui region after being driven from other lands by humans, who shunned the Pokemon for manifesting uncanny illusions. But the Zorua perished, unable to survive the harsh Hisuian environment and strife with other Pokemon. Their lingering souls were reborn in this ghost type form through the power of their malice towards human and Pokemon. Uh, and then Zoroark says, Cursed illusions erupt forth from its voluminous coat. The spiteful power emitted from Hisuian Zoroark long writhing fur projects terrifying illusions, and it can also inflict physical harm upon foes, damaging their bodies from both inside and out. And the illusions that baneful fox Pokemon projects have expressions of such utter malice towards every last thing upon this world that those who see them are said to be driven mad by the terror. Jesus Christ. So, extremely dark Pokemon. Uh, like, wow. God. Like, I love, I love them so much. They're so cool. You know, fueled by, by malice and, and spite. They've been reborn in this, like, horrible form. It's, it's crazy. They're so cool. (laughs) Uh, I'm really, oh man. Like, normal and ghost type as well. Such a cool combination of, of, of type. We've never had a normal ghost type Pokemon um, it's immune to both of its types, which is really interesting. It's a ghost type that's not weak to ghost, which is really cool. Um, it's immune to normal and ghost. That like, oh man, such a cool type combination. I love what they're doing with the Hisuian forms. Such good, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Inspiration. They're, they're so creative. I love them so much. And, you know, obviously... Zoro and Zoroark being personal favorites of mine really is like the topping on the cake. Um, what else do we see? Oh yeah, there's a um, 
similar to the to the Manaphy egg and the Platinum Gear, uh, you can get a Baneful Fox mask from uh, pre-ordering the game. An early purchase bonus um, that you can get until May 9th, 2020, uh, 2022. Which is a long time after the game releases, so it's just a mystery gift. So you can, um, so you can get the baneful fox mask, which is a a, a Hisuian Zoroark mask that you can wear on your head uh, until May 9th. So pre, you know, like pre-purchase bonuses all around. I love seeing it. So good. I like. Oh, I could. I could talk about these farms forever. They're so cool. They're so interesting there's so, like for the future of pokemon legends rcs i cannot wait to see what else they reveal about this game what uh, what new forms what new pokemon we're gonna get such creativity such interesting designs oh um I'm, I'm gonna stop myself here because they're just so cool <laughs> anyway not too much on the radar today you know we, we had some some bdsp news we had some uh some some new forms from uh from Legends Arceus, we got a lot of Halloween specials from all of our other games, non-main series games like Pokemon Go, Cafe Remix, Pokemon Masters, everything. A lot of a lot of new Pokemon Unite, new Pokemon, you know, a lot, lot of cool stuff. A lot of Halloween celebrations. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed this sort of spooky Halloween. I guess Hisui and Zoroa and Zoroark are fitting enough for, uh, you know, the, the Halloween episode. They're pretty gosh darn scary as far as I'm concerned. Um, but... Before we end it today, we do have one more segment to do. And if you can tell by my voice getting hoarse, we've this has been a long episode. Um, it is everybody's favorite segment where we talk about a random move every single episode. Today's move is Metronome. Metronome is a non-damaging normal type move introduced in Generation 1. It was TM35 in Gen 1, and it is TR14 in Generation 8. Uh, it is a status move. It has a PP of 10, a power of not applicable, and an accuracy of not applicable. Um, Metronome is probably one of the most famous Pokemon moves ever. Probably, which it, which is, uh, I, I think it's fitting that we're talking about it with, with Dragonite. You know, the two, not that like the two specifically are peas in a pod, but they're both classic Gen 1 things. So, let's see. Um, Generation 1, Metronome randomly selects a move and fully executes the attack. An attack called by Metronome in this way counts as the last move used. If Metronome successfully calls Hyper Beam or Partially Trapping Move move and has 0 PP before the move fully executes, its PP can roll over in the same manner as the move is called, with full PP ups applied. A Pokemon will be able to use a move that is disabled if called via Metronome. Because Metronome has normal move priority, a move with normal or higher, lower, higher or lower priority may be executed other than when it would normally would. For instance, Metronome may cause Quick Attack to be used after a normal priority move or Roar to be used before a normal priority move. Interesting. Um, in Generations 3 and 4, Metronome ignores the effects of Lock-On and Mind Reader when choosing a Pokemon to target. Metronome will not prioritize any Pokemon to target. It will randomly select any target. Uh, it will randomly target any opponent a move is able to target, even if the move has a positive effect, such as Heal Pulse. If the move can only target the field, a team, or the user, it will do so. If Metronome chooses Accu Pressure, it can target the user or an ally. 
so much like you know just sort of a warning there's a lot of things that this move can do <laughs> i love moves like this where it's just like there's just so many interactions you know pokemon is such such an ever expansive game in terms of type types pokemon moves abilities everything so many interactions and metronome is like a perfect example so try not to lose your footing let's follow you know follow along let's let's continue looking at uh, what metronome can do because there's like a lot more if met in generation uh, five and onward if metronome chooses acupressure in a rotation battle it will always target the user pokemon that know metronome are banned from participating in pokestar studio films if metronome calls a move the user knows and the user is holding a choice band, choice specs, or choice scarf, the move metronome called will be locked by the choice item. Otherwise, metronome is a locked move. If a multi-turn move called by metronome triggers cursed body, the multi-turn move will be disabled by cursed body, even if the user of metronome does not know that move, otherwise metronome will be disabled. And in Generation 7 onwards, if Metronome calls a, calls a multi-turn move such as a rollout or dig and its user is holding a choice band, choice specs, or choice scarf, the move will activate on the first turn, but it will fail and end the move on the next turn. If powered up by normal MZ into Z Metronome, the randomly selected move will become its corresponding Z move. If the selected move is a status move, it will not re receive its Z power effect. Oh boy, unselectable moves. In all core series game except except for Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, Metronome can select any move it's except itself. A max move, a Z move, or any of the moves marked with a uh, check mark on the following table. Oh god, there's so many. So, fun fact, um, before Generation 1, I'm pretty sure that um, there was like, it couldn't necessarily select every move, it was just a couple of them or like a, a a big selection of them but not all of them um and i'm pretty sure in gen 8 it can do everything i'm not sure if that's true it seems like it can do all of them there's like a there's a check mark here it's yeah it says metronome can select any move except itself or any of the moves marked with the check marks and it's like what moves couldn't be couldn't be used in generation one um and there's a lot of them. There's like quite a bit here in Gen 1. And in Gen 8, it's like all of them. So I'm like pretty sure or in Gen 7, it's all of them. So I'm pretty sure in Gen 7 and onwards, any move could be learned. Any move can be called through metronome, which is cool. I like that they sort of allowed it to expand like that, you know? You know, I know we just went through like a huge list of things that metronome can do, but I'm kind of surprised that there's not more information about it, like glitches or interactions it may have. I guess it's not really that complex of a move. It just calls a random move. Um, Is there any trivia for metronome? Let's see. Uh, the move's Japanese name refers to the wagging finger associated with this move, which uh, in, in Japanese, it's literally just called uh, finger wag. Applying the user is randomly deciding a move from a list. The move's English name refers to the regular ticks associated with the move, which sound like the device it's named after. In the Pokemon anime, Splash has been the co most common result of metronome, which I can assume is for comedic relief. The move description was incorrect in Generation 2 and 3, as they stated that Metronome user can use any move. In reality, there are some unusable moves. This was fixed from Generation 4 onwards, stating nearly any move instead. Well, good for them. <laughs> 
you know, I don't really know if there's too much to say left about Metronome. I kind of expected to talk about it for a while and, you know, go through like a huge list of crazy stuff. But now that I think about it, it's really kind of a simple move. It's like they ironed out all the crazy interactions it had in Gen in like Gen 3 and onwards. And then it just kind of it's just it just calls a random move. I think that's it. I mean, yes, it's complicated. And like we don't you know, it's it's kind of hard to tell exactly what it'll do in every single situation because it's so complex. But like, is it really that complex? Anyway, I'm not going to I'm not going to dwindle on this move for, for much longer. It's metronome. It's a classic move. It's a little bit complicated, and we did read a lot about it, but, it, it, you know, it's pretty simple. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful spooky season. I hope you go out for any, you know, anyone who's who's young enough or whatever your age is, I'm not going to judge, uh, you know, goes out, for, goes out for Halloween, dresses up, has a great time, goes to some Halloween parties, gets some candy, you know, if you're older, maybe get drunk. Halloween's usually the time for that. So, uh, you know, play all these Halloween updates in these games. <laughs> it's, it's a good spooky season for Pokemon fans, I would say. Uh, and just for everyone in general. Good good time of the year. You know, the pandemic is kind of kind of lifting. Not really. I'm hoping that, that kids will be able to go out for, for Halloween a little bit more than they were in the past. And, you know, in the past, like, two, three years. Or, I guess, two years. But uh, you never know. Not really sure. Still, though. I hope everyone who listened to this has an amazing rest of their day and an amazing Halloween season. Um, reminder that I am going to be streaming. Uh, I, I've, I've sort of been taking a hiatus from streaming because I have not had the time. School has been keeping me way too busy. Um, but I will be streaming Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl on the 19th when it comes out. On the that Friday and then uh, also that Saturday most likely. If not, uh, I might be getting a new job soon. So I don't know if that's still going to hold up then. You know, obviously, uh, you can follow my Twitter at LilyCeon, L-I-L-L-I-E-C-E-O-N. Uh, if you want updates on that, I'm definitely going to update my Twitter if, uh, if I can't stream on those days. Um, or... Follow the podcast at Extreme Evocast if you want updates on when episodes are released or just general news about the podcast. Um, go watch my streams uh, for BDSP on the 19th at twitch.tv slash lilyseon uh, and follow my Twitter while you're at it, like I said. Um, other than that, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next one. Bye! Bye!